0: Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 22, way, way back in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse
1: 22,
0: amen, hallelujah, it seems though, coming from men's conference, three days of good, deep word of the Lord, uh, praise, prayer, worship, uh, that I would, try to go a little deeper in this, but I could not. In fact, I changed my mind uh, two or three different times. And so it's a very simple thought, very simple message. I think that's what we need right now. I think I think, God thinks that's what we need right now. Deuteronomy 1 and 22 when you're there, say, man, or you can just look up on the, on the screen. And ye came near unto me, every one of you, and said, we will send men before us and they shall search us out the land and bring us word again by what way we must go up and into what cities we shall come. Hallelujah. This is, the, this is the men who said we're gonna send spies in. We're at the promised land. We've come across through the wilderness and so now we're gonna go check this place out. Amen. Why don't we just put our Bibles down and clap our hands to the Lord. Amen. One more time, give him praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And you may be seated. God bless you, amen. God's just to make a a long story short here, lots of teaching all around this, but I'm not going in the direction that I normally do when it comes to going in uh, to the promised land, the land of milk and honey that we're all, at least in type, are looking for. There has to be something better than this. It keeps us going. It's like Paul said, if in this life we had hope only, we would be of all men. I mean, you know, we just we just work, and even if you retire, then you just die, and and that's the end of it. It, it, it you know, James, I believe it says that life is it's like a vapor, appears for a little. That's why we can't we can't just get too caught up in this world. In fact, God said we are to separate ourselves. From this world. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. But here in this setting, God's people had been in the wilderness of testing. That's what the wilderness is for, that's what it was the whole purpose of it. They didn't come out of bondage and then just go right to the promised land. There was a wilderness. There was a time of testing between where they were and where they needed to be. We we want God somehow, this is the human nature, amen. We we, we want God to airlift us over all of the, the, the rugged terrain that we have to go through. But they had been in the wilderness, the best of my figures, about two years now. But, but in spite of their failure to trust God and accept his promise, they were standing on the border of the promised land. Doesn't that sound like the grace of God and the mercy of God? Amen, hey, I we don't, you know, we, we certainly do believe in grace because if it wasn't for grace, then none of us would be here today. Amen. So, so, you know, here they are, they did everything wrong. They just, they complained, uh, but, but God here, he brought them through and here they are. And they're just, uh, just a little hop and a skip right over there. Amen. To the promise of the land of milk and honey. He said, you'll live in houses that you didn't build you'll eat from vineyards that you didn't grow you didn't plant that amen you'll drink from wells that you didn't dig what is that does that sound like the blessings of God or not is anybody not want to join hands with God amen and and walk through this world with him Listen, somebody said, boy, there's a price tag on, on this. You know, I, I understand there's some adjustments to be made and, and, and it's, a cha- it's a lifestyle change when you begin to to follow Jesus. I understand that. And there's some type, even though we're in grace, uh, there's still uh, some, some things that we have to do, all right? Uh, you know, James said it this way. He says, you know, I can tell by what you're doing whether you have any faith or not you know you can just say oh i've got faith i've got faith well it's it's what you do that counts because faith without works of uh, being alone is dead And so so people count the cost for these adjustments. And especially if you want to be in leadership, you know, you have to be here on time and you have to you know, we look at we we give you a list of things whether you need to do because folks look at the leader a lot closer than they do any anything anybody else. And so it's just good common sense, common judgment. So there's a price in a sense. There's a price on it. But let me tell you something, this is we need to serve notice we need to let everybody know and remind us again. If you don't come to God, you hang with the world and the pleasures of the world. Go in and just do like you want, okay? The price is much, much, much higher. The world, when we talk about the world, we talk about the spirit of this world. It will exact a, a, a much higher price and cost We've seen it, folks. It, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out. The world will treat you bad. Amen. And it's rough on folks. And there's, there's the law of the harvest. You get out and sow seeds, you know, and that, that that's one of those principles. You know, you when you plant corn, that's what you get. And so we get out there and live like the devil and... and and ignore God, and turn our back on God, and the things of God, and it's worse on people who know the truth. It'd be better to never have known the truth than to know it and depart. So I think there's there's, there's a variation, there's a difference in judgment of somebody who just doesn't know than somebody who knows better and then just walks out on God Amen. I'm not, on, I'm not trying to take the hammer to anybody. I'm not trying to be judgmental and harsh, but we do need the truth. We need to understand how serious this is. One writer said, "It's you know, it's a fearful thing. This is not preached very much, folks. I understand that. And I won't stay on it very long, all right? Because I know some of us might have a thin skin. Amen. But it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Now, they... Brother Johnson, they used to preach that to me when I was a kid and it would scare the daylights out. of But I needed scaring. Yes. Right. I needed somebody to shake me and move me because I would do just like everybody else. I was drifting in the wrong direction. Right. And it'll get you in trouble that you can't get out of. Amen. So it took them about two years to get there. Amen. What could have been done in two, or three weeks. All right. But God's idea was to teach his people that he was the true source of all of our provisions. We could go back to seeking God first in his kingdom and just connect that to this right here. God wants us to depend on him. He wants us, his desire is that we trust him. Listen, folks, listen, I, I've made all kind of mistakes. I'll probably make some more if I stay in this world, amen. But here's what I am. My wife can vouch for this. She could really write a, a a much longer list of mistakes you know if she would she doesn't have that nature normally uh, but I'm gonna tell you what we are we are believers now listen I may do a lot of things I may mess up I may say it wrong I'll probably mispronounce more words today to those who are really sticklers you know when it comes to that and, and I'm not trying to change it that's okay all right Amen. But one of the things I am going to do, I'm going to keep my faith. I'm going to be a believer. When somebody said a miracle took place, I choose to believe that it was a miracle. See, our, our, our nature, our old Adamic nature, which came from Adam, we just tend to be negative. Oh, I don't know if I believe that or not. You know, but we have no problem believing the doctor when he says, sir, I'm sorry to tell you, but the test came back and you have cancer. That, you know what, we just like, oh, we get all emotional. We believe that, but yet when somebody says, I believe God wants to do a miracle in your life. We're like, well, you know, I don't, I don't, what, what is it, let me tell you what the problem is. The problem is we've not been reborn. We're not like Paul said, you know, old things have passed away. And behold, all as a change takes place, all things have become new. I look at things different now. I'm here's why I look at things different because I'm a brand new person. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Let me warn somebody before we get too carried away. You can receive this Holy Ghost. Speak in a heavenly language. God can take over you. Amen. You know we talk about people being possessed by the demons. Guess what? Here's what the Holy Ghost really is. We're being possessed by the Holy Spirit of God. Amen, that's what we need and that's why God said you must be born again. But you can forget God, you can ignore God. That's why we have church and that's why we have it often and that's why we have preaching and we have teaching because people who have received the Spirit of the Lord Amen. They go right back. If you don't pray and if you don't worship, it's how serious it is. If you don't come to the house of the Lord and if you don't come to the altar and surround yourself by other folks who pray and believe God, you will drift right back into the thinking of the old nature. Israel had been delivered out of bondage. They were slaves. Yet when they got across even before they got across the Red Sea, they complained. Moses, you've led us out here. Pharaoh's on our trail. You've led us out here to kill us. Would to God we'd have stayed back in Egypt. It was better back there. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but that's how you think. They did that over and over and over and God put up with it and tolerated it. God put a, He puts up with a lot of stuff from us. Sometimes we don't say it, but we think it like, oh, what's gonna happen? Hallelujah, we're on the wrong road. Amen. Listen, God gave them, he, he supplied all their provisions. He didn't say he'd give you everything you want. He said he'd supply your needs. Amen. But but they had they got water out of a rock. Bread came down from heaven. But they complained anyway. They did not trust the man of God. Now I understand this. I'm, a, I'm, will confess to you that I've already confessed to you that I'm certainly not perfect, Amen. But, but it's just a common thing not to trust the preacher. And I know preachers have done everything. We talked about it a little bit last week. I understand that. I, you know, so I don't get offended when people don't believe me if they, especially if they don't know me. But, but those of you who've been around the last fifteen or twenty or thirty years, you know that I'm not going to run off with any women by now you ought to know that you know that I'm not going to take all the money out of the offering you know I'm not going off on some false tangent false doctrine so after a while you ought to say you know what he's confessed that he's not perfect he's got a lot of failures a lot of flaws he confesses that amen But, but there's a few things in his life that are important that we can count on he's going to show up for church he's going to be praying for us amen he's going to watch out where the money goes Amen. He's going to behave himself when it comes to the opposite sex. But people distrust just like women sometimes. Amen. If there is a spirit of Jezebel or a spirit of uh you know they they don't want anybody telling them what to do. If that ever gets I've had, I've had women. I've had I've known women. I've actually had not many but one or two in this church. Then I thought they were you know, they didn't like me and, uh, you know, I, they would critis- critical of me and the spirit and verbally, they would do that, but come to find out they had that spirit, they didn't like their husband either. In fact, when it come right down, they didn't like any man because the man represents power. He represents authority according to God. Can I get an Amen. 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 I don't. I don't mean heavy-handed men and abusive. I don't mean that. Amen. But I mean strong men that take their place. We heard a little bit about that this week. And there's women who have a spirit who resist that. Listen, TV hadn't helped us. Hollywood hadn't helped the church with that at all because they do men just like they do preachers. You know, I'm not a big TV watcher and a movie watcher, but I'm gonna tell you, what I know about it and what I remember about it, every time a preacher came on the scene, he looked pretty silly. He looked pretty nerdy and goofy in places. You like people like walk right up in the church and stop the service? Nobody's tried that around here lately. (laughs) Devil knows where to go and where not to go, Brother Johnson. No, no, you ain't taking over around here. <laughs> and men, I, I, I don't know, but it seemed like years ago, the afternoon and evening, what do they call them, sitcoms? Is that what they call them still? The guys were just silly, goofy, no power, no authority, made him look, the, I know it's a comedy, I understand that, but there's, it's emanating some things and we've picked up on it as a nation. Right. So our men have no power, they have no authority, but according to God's word, men, you better stand up, square your shoulders. You better pray more. <laughs> you know what? I, I preach this for years. I don't blame some women for not trusting their husband. Tr- trust comes, it takes time. I understand that. Men, you can't like, my pastor told me i was supposed to be the head of the house. Now you go in there and cook them biscuits and <laughs> clean that. Now that's not how it works. You just keep being a good husband. You just keep on, amen, doing the right thing. Keep on making good decisions. After a while, she will just, it'll just evolve around where she's like, you know what, I trust my husband. That's how it works. It's step by step, day by day. Is that good teaching or what? And after a while, amen, we've got a good family here, amen. But, but, but here, here's the thing that, the, that we don't know sometimes. If we don't trust our preacher, if you can't trust me, you go somewhere and find somebody you can't trust. Amen. All right? If you don't trust your preacher, you're only a small step from distrusting God. Amen. Hebrews 13 and 17, Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. We hate that. That's a bad word to some of us. Amen. For they watch for your soul's as they must give account. I know, it takes a lot of faith to do that. Amen, that's what it said. Satan is trying to convince us that God's word is unreliable. It is no coincidence that the very first conversation Satan had with man, guess what he did? He questioned God's word. Genesis 3 and 1, he said, yea, hath God said Ye shall not eat of every tree. did did he really say that? Or did he really mean that? He throws a little bit of doubt in there. Let me tell you what he did say. He did say, he never said this. He never said, accept Christ as your personal savior. Is that bad? Is that wrong? Well, not necessarily, just not biblical. But that's what the Christian world is doing. I accepted Christ as my personal savior. Really? Here's what he really said. When they said, Men and brethren, what shall we do? The first time the Spirit was ever poured out. He said, Repent. He means if you're going in this direction, is what repent means. If I'm going in this direction, repent means simply, it means I'm going this way now. Was that one guy I heard testifying by the Howlington Church? He said, I'm so glad God filled me with the Spirit. I think he might have been a plumber or something. I'm not kidding. <laughs> He said, I'm so glad. He said, when he filled me with the Spirit, I did a 90 degree. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Guy wanted a job with the plumbing company. The guy said, he said, what do I need to know. Said, you don't need to know anything. He said, well, actually, you need to know two or three things. He said, first off, water don't run uphill. Payday comes on Friday, and don't bite your fingernails. That's all you need to know. You can have a job here. <laughs> I think he was the guy that said that. I did a ninety degree turn. Well you need to turn a little bit more, you know. That's what repentant me. He did that's very clear. That's concrete. Amen. So anybody that says you just come to Christ and you like just accept him, that's false prophecy. That's that's false doctrine. And the Bible tells us to get away from that as far as we can. All right, just do that out there and do whatever you want to with it. Unbelief is a disease. That robs us of the ability to respond to God's goodness. It will steal from you. It will take away the blessings from you. Amen. After the woman listened to this, sin will soon to follow. Amen. Folks, get that in their spirit, get that in their heart. Amen. Amen, the longer we listen to the enemy, the more likely we are to accept his lies, amen. Matthew four, amen, verses uh, one through four. Then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. Oh, Jesus, sure, tempted of the devil. Verse two, and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterwards hungered. Boy, that was an understatement, wasn't it? 40 days and then he was hungered. Amen. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God. See, notice the, del- the, the, the little doubt in there. If the, you know, He knew full well that Jesus was the son of God. Amen. If thou be the son of God. Amen. Command these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Jesus overcame Satan in a face-to-face confrontation by using the word of God. It is written. Listen, things are changing in this world, folks. In fact, things are changing so swiftly and so quickly. It's hard to keep up with the changes. But there's one thing that is not changing. It's the good word of the Lord. It, it was. The, it is the rock that we have to build our house on. It is the foundation. So as the world changes and, and styles change and fads change and doctrines change and people let up on things. You know, hey, listen. You know, a few years back, you know, what was what was the, 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 the little title that they come out with? User-friendly. We're user-friendly. You know, that's not a bad thing. You, you need to be nice and you need to be friendly and you need to be helpful. But, you know, we can't change everything. Things begin to change in you. You can't change everything to please everybody. You know what? On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost came like a rushing mighty wind, it filled all the. It's kind of a, a this. What we did this, today was a little similar to that. I mean, on a smaller scale, I understand. But 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 when people begin to pray and weep and shout and dance, you know what? What if we would have said, "Oh, you know, we, we need to we need to be more user friendly." Because somebody might get it. Listen, it was folks got offended that day. Did they change? Listen, the world doesn't change very much for us. (laughs) Let's just go ahead and be the church. Now, we're not trying to offend people. Come on, let's just shout with the voice of triumph. Come on, let's make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Come on, let's clap our hands to the Lord. Amen. Let's give praise to him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm talking about about getting victory. I'm trying to get to it uh, over the small things, the little foxes, Jesus said, amen. That that will get to you after a while. It's not one big test. It's the little things that we just let, bug us and, and have victory or power over us and we never get victory over that. Amen. Maybe you've been treated unfairly. Maybe your feelings have been hurt. Maybe you're wounded now. Amen. Amen. Uh, let me notify us here. Amen. When we get, our, we get offended, in fact, Jesus said in the last days, many would be offended in me. He he prophesied that, but but see, this is fertile ground for Satan to plant his seeds of distrust and anger and strife and even division. And he said, "Mark them that cause division among you." This is what this this is little foxes. Within itself, somebody says, "Hey, you know, they got their feelings hurt." You know, well, hey, let's pray with it. You know, we we need to get victory over that. That's a little fox. That can be something, it actually can be a giant, amen. Amen, listen, you are in a wilderness. God will prepare those whom he uses. We heard about it. These men. You see a man, you know, like Tom Foster, who's who's built a, a, a large church in Dallas, Texas, and travels all over and speaks in, in great meetings. And and you you look at him and say, you know, hey, you know, he, he probably really don't know what his. No, no, no. The guy's whole life is full of suffering. All kinds of things have happened to him that people normally don't know. Amen. You see, the the, the Israel flunked all the tests that God put them through in this wilderness. They just, they failed every test. The problem with failing all these little tests is that the moment faith is needed the most, can, can somebody, send, somebody listen to me right now. Amen, amen. When we need to claim our promised land, when the giants come, listen, we've gotten in a habit now, this is what you need to understand, we've gotten in a habit of just giving in to the enemy. Oh, it's just a little, it won't matter. I'll just lie a little bit. I'll just get mad and say what I want to say and then I'll go to the altar and repent. Maybe, no, no, you just, you just let the enemy, amen, take another chip out of the wall. Amen. It'll come down after a while. You know, folks, listen, here's what we want. We want one big swoop of the spirit to come in. Lay us out, and then when we wake up, man, everything's different. Man, now I'm a I'm a giant killer. That's how we want it. You know, we you know, we're supposed to have patience and we're like the guy that prayed, Oh God, give me patience and give it to me now. I don't have time to wait on it. David deal he he did kill the giant, but he didn't start with a giant. You remember? He started with a bear started with a lion, amen. Listen, if you have anger, I'm, I'm trying. I'm gonna try to quit soon, all right? If you have anger issues, if you distrust folks, I'd hate to live like that. I don't know about, see, I would do the, I would be the other, I'm totally, I get took by people. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, they're gonna be all right. People take me all the time. But I'd rather that happened than to me to go back, whoa, watch out for them or watch out over here, watch out for false doctrine, watch out for false prop. you know. It's called trust. You get hurt, oh yeah, I get hurt. But I have peace with God. When I Listen, when I get in that bed at night, my wife can tell you this, when I get in that bed at night and I lay my head down on that pillow and I pull that cover up, guess what? Literally, when I had that Fitbit on, literally, you can time when you go to sleep at night and when you wake in, Debbie. Y'all know Some of y'all, it's, it's a popular thing that how many miles you walk, how many steps you take. We look at that, and my wife, she, knows she takes a little longer to go to sleep at night. She'll, probably because I'm snoring already. <laughs> I think one night, Brother Jay, I think one night it was 40 seconds. Something like that. It was something that's ridiculous. Like, you know, I was gone. I ever get laid down. So, so maybe, you know, that we sometimes when people get took by somebody, then they just sit around like, man, I can't wait. They got my money. They lied to me. They didn't do what they said. They were listen. I'm I'm not doing that. I'm not going there. In fact, I have made a decision. We make choices, don't we? The choice is ours. You can go around angry and upset that everybody that walks by if you want to. That's a choice. Or you can decide, you know what? There's no bitterness coming in here. Oh, oh! a preacher messed you up? Well, you know, that's probably gonna happen again. I, I have decided that I'm gonna have a good spirit. I'm gonna keep on loving you, Amen. whether you love me or not, amen. We're gonna have a good church around here. I'm gonna shout whether you shout or not. I'm gonna give praise to him, I'm gonna keep trusting him. Because that's little things that we have to we gotta get through that because there's some big things like a giant that's coming. I mean, can you imagine that the biggest, baddest, toughest guy that the enemy had, he was whipped soundly by a boy with a slingshot. A boy that determined I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm gonna sing praises to the Lord. Hallelujah. He's my shepherd. Hallelujah. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear. No, fear is, fear is is rampant in the church. Scared of this, scared of that. Some people afraid, oh, if I give my money, I got one guy that pays tithes to the church here. Amen, and he's wondering how we spend it. I need to sit down with him and say, you know what, hey, listen, when you let that money go, could you just forget about it? Amen. Somebody's, some, we gotta trust. Amen. I know there's preachers who drive big fancy cars and live in fancy homes and travel all over. I understand that. I don't do that. I am going back to Jamaica though. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I found out that it's third world. and well, I knew that, but well, the times the only thing I did have you with me right here. Amen. In fact, in fact, my, my daughter in law, she helped us and my son, they've been down, Chad's been down numerous times and helped us out. But but we went, you know, when you leave that beach front where all the tours start and you go out into what I call the interior part uh of Jamaica, you you're you're you know, you're in another world out there. In fact, there was a little girl that was uh, a young lady, pretty little Jamaican lady, had a little three-year-old, I believe, girl, and she's afraid of us. And finally, uh, Melissa, she buddied up with her and got some pictures with her and her little little girl, beautiful little girl, and and she she said uh, she said my, my daughter, she's afraid of white people, and so uh, <laughs> and so, uh, they out there, they out there, you know, we we look look like look like the Oreo cookie deal in there you know like like all around that doesn't bother us it's, it's good to me it's good to me when it bothers their kids more than it bothers our kids I mean I mean, we went to the big church on Sunday uh, the bishop's church in Osiris and, and that was just it was just you know all Jamaicans now there was a scattering of people the white folks they don't want to have church I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a I'm a pastor, a bishop. I'm, I, I I spot things, Brother Johnson. I'm sitting on the platform. There's probably 300 plus people there, and so it's a place where people from all over the world come. And and so, I, you know, I saw a big motor home out in the through the window out in the parking lot. It was a scattering of white people. But once the once the music died down and once the shouting stopped, you know, it, the white folks they started drifting on out. They don't know they don't know word. Nobody's telling them what to do. Those Jamaicans stay for hours and hours. We were worn out. I had sweated down and they were still having church. It's a difference. Wore me out, but I'm going back. (laughs) If the Lord will help me, we're gonna preach a little more and shout a little more. Preach as long as you want. Let me tell you. You know what? We have to do this here. I understand we can't be like that. We can't. We're in America. People right now, some of y'all are like, man, he's going a little long, he's going a little bit long. Going a little long. We gotta eat. We got things we got things to you know you know what's that tell us? That tell us that there's you know, we just you just fit God in here a little while. But those folks down there that are having revival, you can preach as long as you want. And I thought, man, I'm I i got to you know, I gotta, you know, shut it down here. I'm preaching a while and you know they're listening good and, and we gave an altar service the altar service went just as long probably as the service. They didn't care. I'm thinking, man, they're gonna want, no, they didn't want to get out of there. I know they had some people that did, but the people who came to the altar, they stayed in the altar and they kept praying and they kept praying and they kept praying and they prayed some more. If folks get hungry for God, they need God. I like to preach to people like, I don't know. I like to Don't worry, we're not gonna turn this into a Jamaican service. Hallelujah! Let's all stand together. I blew that one. Hallelujah! Need to get some help up here. I'm so glad you came today. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. I've not really preached that long, but I've got some advice for you, though. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to feel like that we are relevant, and we cannot just tell Bible stories and leave you wondering, like, "Well, what's that got to do?" I mean, my advice is this: start right now. Getting the little stuff, the little foxes out of your life. Get that distrust out of there. Get that conniving, well, I'm just gonna work my way through. No, 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 just be open. was that John Maxwell? You say a few things that catch a hold of me. John Maxwell said, this is how you earn trust. You do what you say you're gonna do and you do it when you said you're gonna do it. That's pretty common in there. That's pretty simple. Hallelujah. Let's start getting some of that. See, that's doable. You know, we can't move a mountain, maybe, and, you know, we can't, you know, pray the heavens open up and the angels. You know, there's some things that, you know, we hear preach. It's just out of our reach. I can't do that. But I can work on this bitterness in my spirit, I can work on this jealousy in my spirit. I can work on one or two of these. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do better here. I'm gonna do better for my my wife. I'm gonna do better for my kids, my grandkids, my neighbors, my friends, the church. That's what I can do. If I take one at a time, God's gonna help me. If He keeps me around, you know, I'll be doing better next year. I'll be doing better next month. Even that's that's my advice to us right now. Because some of us, we set the aim so high. We we shoot for the moon. And then we stay discouraged all the time because we we didn't do it. Pick something you can accomplish. Don't hate you, brother. Let me throw this something out. Just it's just a, just kind of hit me here for our leadership. If if, if you're not a leader here, you put put your fingers in your ears. I'm kidding. If you if you ever expect to minister and be a minister in ministry of any sort could you be friends with everybody? Is it just me that notices there's something about us? Maybe it's our, I don't know how we were all raised. I mean, different families and, and different, back, I understand that and we allow that, you know? And we allow anybody in this world wants to come in this church and be a part of this church. But there's, maybe it's our insecurities that that we pick one good buddy and we wear them out. We're like, eh. We like we. One lady used to come to this church. She wanted to come to our house like every day. I like. Hey, wait! I love you. Anybody's welcome to call me and say, "Hey, can I? Hey, come over. Let's put the coffee pot on. Let's sit down." But every day, I got a few other folks to see. I got other things I need to do. But 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 could, you know, like just worry folks today. I mean, let me tell you what. Let me prophesy. You're going to lose them too. Amen. Amen. Oh, I want to just buddy up. with them. We're going to be buddies and we're going to have coffee. We're going to talk every day on the No, No, no. Would you stop that? I want you to be influential. I want you to win those people. They're going to become weary. You know, I used to quote a scripture somewhere in Proverbs. My son, he can quote it back to me all the time. He'd be a little boy. You know, boys want to go to their neighbors and they got buddies. It, it, I would say, the Bible said, withdraw thy foot from thy neighbor's house lest you weary him. He quoted quote it to you right now. <laughs> I'm talking about leaders. You know what you got to do? Hey, you got to walk by some folks and say, hey, man, I love you. Man, I'm glad to see you today in church. I don't have time to have a long conversation with you. Man, Susie, sweetest person in this church. Good <laughs> blessings come to her. Man, I love these guys right here. Hey, man, one of these days, we will. We'll take lunch, you know, we... but not now. We got. <laughs> there's an art to it, folks. Touch some people. High fives. I love this guy, too. How's that guitar? I got a new set of strings for you. That's how you do it. Don't smother people to death. It's not going to help you, and it's certainly not going to help them. Is that all right for me to do that? It's a leadership class right now. Amen, let's put our hands together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Not a very good ending in a sermon. Not one of those good CDs that would sell and make a lot of money for the church. Amen. But hey, we had fun. Let's get those little situations. Let's change some things. What was that uh, Brother Foster talking about studying the word of the Lord? I, somebody had said this years ago. I hadn't heard it in years. He said, write that scripture. Write that good scripture. Print it out. Put it in your shirt pocket. He said, just every little while. Or it could just wouldn't have to be a scripture. It would just be some good thought or good saying all day long. Carry it there all day. Pull it out and read it. All day. Three four, five, six, ten, maybe more times by that night you can be able to quote it. Amen. Scripture talked about hiding the word in your heart. Why? That I might not sin against thee. Get that word in there. Hallelujah. We're going to get victory. I feel victory in individuals here. I feel collective victory. I feel revival. I feel a breakthrough here. Hallelujah. It's going to start with our leaders. That's right. Amen. In Jesus' name, this altar's open. Amen. This altar's open. Come. Amen. Bring your troubles. Bring your little foxes. Bring the little issues, the little situations. Take somebody I by the hand, invite a friend or a neighbor. Just come on down for the next few minutes.
1: Withholding Amen. nothing. Withholding nothing. Hallelujah. That's it. Come on. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding Say, I give you all. I give you all of me. I give you all of me. I give you all of me. I give, I give you all of me. 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 me. Withholding nothing. Yes, Lord. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing, withholding nothing. Oh, yes, King Jesus, my Savior, forever, Lord. I give you all of me, I give you all of me. Oh, sing, King Jesus, my Savior forever, Lord. I give you all of me. I give you all of me withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. nothing. Withholding nothing, withholding nothing, withholding nothing, Lord, I surrender all to you, Lord, everything I give to you, Lord, I surrender all. Everything I give, I give to you, withholding nothing, withholding nothing, withholding nothing, withholding nothing. One more time, say, oh, say, King Jesus, my Savior forever Lord I give you all of me I give you all of me withholding nothing withholding nothing withholding nothing
2: withholding nothing praise God hallelujah let's just pray before we leave here just If it's appropriate, reach over and just lay your hand on somebody just to pray with them that they'll have a good week. They'll just be stirred by the Lord. In the name of Jesus, we come before you, God, to ask you to bless every individual. God, go with us as we leave here. God, I ask you to bless them and strengthen them. Bring us back, Lord, at the appointed time. Let your sweet spirit flow through this place, God. Touch your people, God. Strengthen your people. Bind this together with love and unity in the church, God. For you are a great God. We thank you, Lord. We glorify you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We glorify you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise right now.